It's Wimbledon, discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted, words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Carry that torch, heat up the game Ain't nobody got that flame Different, different Man, this intro different Man, this intro ignorant And what's God good, damn. ladies and gentlemen? We are back with another episode of the one and only hey, Eric McFly show And Eric will be muted for the rest of the show Because no one gives a damn about what he has to say So thank you for listening We have wow. some interesting things that we're going to talk about today But, unfortunately, I am joined by my usual cast of Misfit Minions they're here because I tried whoa, to whoa, replace Whoa, 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 What? With the misfits, but not the minion part, bro. Because you make it seem like you just like this evil villain, and we the ones that get killed by Batman or something. I mean, all of you have said I'm evil at one point in time, and you've had an obsession with minions since we were 15. Hey, dog, I, I need some minions, though. Exactly. So I want to hear it. And didn't you get replaced by a cactus three weeks ago? Yeah, the cactus expired. How does the cactus... Act? We're not going to talk about that. And ladies and gentlemen, you you may have not heard a voice in a while. That's because apparently Turk has been replaced by a robot that I didn't even know about. Uh, <laughs> hey, lady, I just want y'all to know that D1 Iggy only pays me two cents an hour. I... I <laughs> My applications are being submitted to every program out there, every website. Please pick me up, man. They, they, they treating me bad out here. Hey, look, dog. I, I, I know my they, worth. I, I know my worth. I deserve better. I deserve much better. they raise the minimum wage, I ain't paying you shit. Hey, Turk knows how the McDonald's workers feel. <laughs> Turk got replaced. Hey. He got automated. I, I, know my, I know my value. I'm worth more than two cents. I deserve 50. I, I deserve 50 an hour. Look, dog, I can't, you can't get that max contract yet. I'm, you ain't earned it. Right now, we just got to put you on the, we got a franchise tag, you know what I mean? You know? Oh, man, that's the franchise tag. Got to put you on yeah. the franchise tag. Can't do it. So, so, so let me ask you a question. So, what if I get, what if I get hurt? What happens then? That's not I mean, my problem. Have, but but, but the franchise, the franchise tag, you are, you do have a guaranteed salary. Of the average of the top five players at your position. And since but there's only four, but, but, since there's but, only four of us. But in this case, it's only an average of me getting paid two cents. So, I, I mean, I'm better off getting hurt, right? And just, you know what I'm saying, getting cut and going somewhere where I can get paid. Ain't that right? Hey, no, hey, because you if, you get hurt, if you get hurt and get cut, then you don't really have much value signing to somebody else because it's what have you done for me lately? I mean, uh, technically, Turkey is already hurt right now. So his value is already down. You, you are. You're you're and you're not on IR, so you're playing hurt. You're playing at your own risk. Yeah, it's a cold world out here. That's all I'm gonna hey, say. Man, it's a cold world, no blanket. You better go get that PPP loan, ladies and gentlemen. If you are trying to scam the government, hey, there's a lot of people in this world I'll mess with before I mess with the IRS. Nah, they've been cracking down on motherfuckers in Atlanta, exactly. bro. And when you guys over there flexing with that money, and then you get handcuffed, now you in jail. Now you got to face Tyrone. I will mess with Omar from the office. I will mess with Ghost. And I will mess with uh, Franklin Saint before I mess with the IRS. You want them the rail gangsters. I don't want no smoke. No smoke. If they came for Wesley, they'll come for me. No smoke, no smoke. There's another smoke. There's more people. There's more people who want smoke. With all the smoke, but we'll get to that one later. Since it's been a while, I guess I'll introduce y'all to the squad. Unfortunately, EG, what's up? What's going on, guys? It's been a minute. You know, your boy been busy with school, uh, work. Uh, that's about it. You know, out here just trying to make it. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at Eric McFly with two Y's, and also on Instagram at Eric McFly with two Y's. No one cares about your Instagram. Turk, what's good? Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Your boy, Alexander Turk, is finally back. You know, I missed a few episodes. I was out. 
You know what I'm saying? I was out here in these streets in, in the gutter out here having to make some things that happen cracking, you know what I'm saying? But we're back. All in all. Shut up. Anyway, don't ever cut me off again. All in all. Ooh. I'm glad to be I'm glad to be back with the homies. I look look forward to having a great episode with these dudes right here and let's get it. We in the same. Coop, what's good? What's up? What's up? It's your boy B Coop, Jet underscore affiliated. And uh man, y'all go get that Tales from Donnie by Donnie Dolliver. You know what I'm saying? He's a it's a pretty interesting listen. Hey, I don't I mean, know, I don't know who that I don't know who that Donnie dude is that's spitting, bro, but that man can spit. That's all I'm gonna say. That man got some got some bars. I don't know who he is, but that man got some bars, bro. I, ain't gonna I, don't, trust, I don't trust no man named Donnie, Donnie, Don Tavius, none of it. If your name starts with D, I don't think you can be trusted. Are you yeah. gonna listen to the tape? I, I mean the tape is fire. I'm not I'm not gonna deny that. I just don't trust no whose name start with D. Yikes. For, very, for various reasons. Yikes. Okay. But the tape, but the tape is fire, and I have forced, I have forced young people to listen to it. So that that's my accomplishment for the week. There we go. Hey, hey, get my streams up by making the ISS people listen. Hey, I got a question, Jamal. Or What's up? Yeah. Are you like pulling like a J Cole, a Kill Edwards thing right now, or you know? It might it might turn into that, bro. Like is 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 uh, Donnie like you know your second alias or whatever? Yeah, it's like ego. yeah, it's like an alter ego type of deal. That was kind of the premise of the album, and so, in the music like and in the music video as well. I music like video that. coming soon. Oh yeah. So I got a question: Is, is Donnie a Baltimore Ravens fan as well? How could you be so stupid, alter ego or not? In Lamar's we trust. <laughs> my question is: My question is still though. Is Donnie not shit like you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, th- that would mean he's a good guy if he's my alter ego. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all heard it here first. Coop's alter ego is officially the good one, and he has admitted, I don't say admitted, he has stated once again, he ain't shit. At least he admits uh, it. So does this mean Donnie is not a thought? Well, can we go on with the episode, please? Wow. wow. <laughs> no, no, we're not, we're not about to do this, bro. Jamal, can we go on with that, episode? Jamal, no, was that not. a legitimate question? I believe it'd that's be, a legitimate it'd question. It'd be your own people, though. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> Coop, I got your back, bro. I got your back, bro. I got you. That's what I'm saying. They don't, they don't want me to be great, though. Fine. Since, since Dirk just wants to get into the show, I guess we'll get into the show. Y'all, it has officially happened. Playoff basketball is here. It started mm. this weekend, and it has mm. not disappointed. I mm. tell you, we've had good games all weekend. The playoff, the play-in games were all-time greats. And you know what? I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Yeah, the I think the play-in games are here to stay. Personally, yeah, I, I, I I go back and forth with it. Uh, me personally, I still feel like there's no need for it, but it was entertaining to watch. It has it has its benefits, and it has yeah its to it. Because, like, me personally, I feel like if the seventh and eighth seed are, like, certain amount of games ahead of them, then they shouldn't have to play in the playing game. Well, even if they're games ahead of them anyways, they shouldn't have to play in the playing game. Unless, 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 this is just me, if the teams that are at the nine and ten seed, they do, you know, end up with the same record, all that. But if the tiebreaker is there, as far as, like, maybe they played against each other one-on-one and – you know, the ninth seed beat the seventh seed twice in the season, then I could see that working out. But as far as, like, this whole stipulation, if there are four games within the seventh and eighth seed, they have to play in a playing game. I'm not a big fan of that because it kind of defeats the whole purpose of doing well in the season. You get what I'm saying? Uh, Look, I 100% agree. Look, the, let, let's be real. The playing games were great this year, obviously, but they were great because two unforeseen dumb circumstances that will probably never happen again. The, a LeBron James-led team will never sink to the eighth seed, seventh seed ever again. A, a Steph Curry-led team will never sink that low ever again. Just dumb, unfortunate circumstances happened that made them sink to seven and eight. Or eight, nine, what seven, eight, or nine? You know what I mean. It made them sink to something that that will never happen. Steph, the playing games are not for stars to play in because stars more than likely get their team to the playoffs. 
But yeah. one good thing we did see during the playing games is Steph, you can't do it alone. Only one man has done it alone. And even Turk said it. Before anyone else speaks, this man's coop been waiting to say this all week. Oh, yes. All I'm going to say is, is that LeBron James has took a worse team to the NBA Finals. Thank you. That's all I'm going to say. There's no excuses for Stephen Curry. Look, There's no excuses for you not there, making it to the playoffs, Steph. There, there are excuses. Because let, let me tell you why. For one, uh, for one, LeBron played in the East, which we know significantly weaker, especially that 08 year. That is, that is true. But he still took that team to the Finals, though. Now, I'm not denying what he did was great, and probably he's the only one who could do it. But you got to think about the kind of player and just what LeBron is compared to Steph Curry. LeBron is an athletic, genetic monster. Steph I don't want to hear, don't wanna hear it. Steph does not look any different than anyone walking down the street. To be so now we're making excuses when before people were saying, oh, Steph Curry this, Steph Curry that. Come on, dog. Either you can Steph do Curry- it or you can't. Steph Curry, has never been a, Steph Curry has never been able to lead a team by himself simply because he's just too small for it. I just want everybody to remember that, bro. So never mention Steph Curry in the same talk as LeBron James ever again. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Jamal, just, I don't think Jamal, I don't think that well, I don't think that's a good statement. I, I don't like to give I don't like to give Westbrook credit. Westbrook come on, come on Turk. Come on, Turk. Westbrook did take a team with in, in OKC to the playoffs that weren't that good. In my opinion, he, he also, when see, you're dragging when, when you're dragging players like Kyle Zingler, Ennis Kanter, and freaking Alex Abrines to the playoffs, yeah, yeah. Russell also did it while having an all-time historic season, and that was the bare minimum he could do to but get that. Steph but he Curry. still got to he still got he, into the playoffs though. He and did. Steph he, Curry, he and he, hey, hey, Steph Curry has another All-Star on his team. Yep, and Steph Curry has another all-star and future Hall of Famer on his team. Mm. Oh, oh, while we're still on Russell Westbrook, shout out to that man for doing what he had to do in the play-ins, though. Yeah, he did. He's balling. He's he did. balling. And, he besides, and besides the play-in, the playoffs have had a bunch of great games. The Heat-Bucks game went to OT yesterday from a go-ahead drive by Jimmy Buckets. That Fam, history- Jimmy Buckets went 4 of 22, dog. Jimmy, I explained it in my reaction video. Y'all should go ahead and watch that. It's on the Ignite Twitter. I mean, you know, me, me, me and Coop's reaction video is coming. Uh, we're working on it right now. Get, get your stuff together. Get it together. I think it's two people who should get it together, and that's Ty Lue. <laughs> Re- refer to my background. My background uh, I, picture right I've now. Al- I've always said, I, I, and I stand by this to this day, had Porzingis not got hurt in that series against the Mavericks and the Clippers last year, I truly do believe they would have been they would have beat the Clippers. Thank you, Turk. I don't think we've agreed on so much in one episode, and, and it'll never I, happen again. And I and I even think now. I, I mean, I'm not shocked that the Mavericks beat the Clippers in Game One. I'm honestly not shocked. I, I even think now it's going to be a competitive series. I, I want the Mavericks to win. I, I'll be the first to say. It. I don't like the Clippers. I don't like. Patrick Beverly doing all the talking he does. Marcus Morris doing all the talking he does. All the yelling and screaming, but not getting no buckets. Talking about how he was a LeBron stopper, but yeah, he was crying at the end of the game. So that, but that's another story for another time. Either well, he way, he sure was saying he was a LeBron stopper. Either way, man. Hey, I'm looking forward to that Mavericks and Clippers series, man. That's gonna be something to watch. I am intrigued watching that series right there, man. Because if the Mavericks win this series, I don't want to hear another person on the God's green earth. About Kawhi. Kawhi, about Kawhi and Paul George. That's it. That is all. But if the Mavs, if the Mavs beat the Clippers in this in this series, for one, the Clippers experiment. I don't know what they're gonna do. They gotta blow something up. Somebody gotta leave. Kawhi gotta go. I don't know what they're gonna do, but it has to end. And the Mavs, they've exceeded all expectations by getting to the second round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, to to be honest with you. If even if the Mavs lose this series, but they, they can take it at least a seven, that still keeps a good narrative for Luca. Luca is not the Mavs issue. The issue is how are y'all going to get away from the Porzingis experiment 
and what are you gonna do afterwards? Oh, we got we gotta wait till off season for that, sadly. But I mean, know. obviously, you can't do anything about it right now. But that's what you, yeah. that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna come down to so you can't stay here because you make too much money to do nothing. So, and then his trade value is next to nothing at this point. Yeah. That man just can't stay healthy, bro. It seems like every time he starts to get back hot, he just gets hurt. That's, I don't I know mean, what that's about, man. It's kind of hard to just, like, simply buy into Porzingis because it's like, dude, you're yeah, you're giving me, like, you know, 25 and 10, but you're only doing it in, like, three games spurts and then you get hurt again. You know what I'm saying? You're a ticking time bomb and you never know when you're going to go off. Like, yeah, like, I'll give you props, bro. You a baller. You a gamer. It's just we need you though, you know. We you need that twenty five and ten consistently, and you know yeah. you're not. Yeah, and that's the issue right there. And if your your whole offense is predicated on those two people, those two people got to show up. Mm-hmm. Th- those two people got to. It's the same thing in L.A. Kawhi, their whole offense is Kawhi and Paul George. If one of the two don't show up, it's gonna be a long night. Mm-hmm. Same thing, same thing that uh Portland has had for all these years. If it's if Dame and CJ don't show up, one of them has to pick up the slack, and that's hard to do on a multiple night basis. Mm-mm-mm. All I'm saying is, man, it ain't Ty Lue's fault, it ain't Doc Rivers' fault. That's all I'm saying is, man, don't don't have two of the top what 12 players in the league and tell me you can't do something. Ah, bro, you know that you, you know, having two of the top players in the league, you know where we have to go with this. Oh you know yeah, we can. Oh come on now, LeBron always loses the first game. No, we, we're not really. We're not here to talk about LeBron. It's your other star, who Anthony Davis might be the most frustrating superstar to to watch in the NBA. That nigga did not get in the paint one time. Can someone remind Anthony Davis he's seven feet tall, please? Can someone tell him that? I, I mean, I, he, I mean, he grew up playing point guard, bro. How long? If you, long you, if you just shoot up fucking ten inches in one summer, you like that. But, but then again, let, let me say this: though he really doesn't like to play in the paint a lot, can we blame him for not wanting to bang down low, especially after the injuries that he's constantly had? Can we really blame him? If he you could being a little bitch. If you bang down low more often, maybe half of those injuries wouldn't happen because you'd be used to it. Hey man, Ben Wallace made a career off banging. Well, but but then again, but then again, let's let's look back at the facts. All those Chicago players, Jabari Parker, Derrick Rose, Ben Sim- I mean not Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, these dudes stay getting hurt. They stay injury. One bro. day the whole city of Chicago is just gonna be ready to beat your ass. For I'm, not no, gonna, no. I, I'm not gonna make that correlation. No. No, it's just that if you think about it, it's something about those Chicago basketball players, man. They just can't stay healthy. I don't know why. I'm not even trying to be funny. They a lot of them are just injury prone. I don't know what it is. Because think I mean, about, bro, bro. I don't want to hear that Anthony Davis played point guard his whole. That was uh, that was a decade ago. That was 12 years ago. You've been seven feet tall since you got to Kentucky. Since you were on Team USA. Since all your time in this league. Bro, you're not a point guard. I get it. You're not a traditional back-to-the-basket big. You're not Carl Malone. You're not Shaq. You're not Tim Duncan. But you're still the biggest person on the court. Get your ass on that block. Yeah. No, I, I definitely could agree. I'm just saying that I understand why he probably doesn't want to bang down low right now. But not. at his size and his skill set, I forgot who I was having this conversation with. But as far as just utilizing your size, you just got to be able to utilize it. No one's saying that you got to stay strictly down low the whole entire time. Imagine, boom, boom, I, I can break you down, hit you with a move from the perimeter, perimeter. Boom, okay, now I get the mismatch. I can hit you down low for the easy layup. Just switch it up and mix it up, and then you become a deadly threat. But I think we all can agree, yeah, yeah. He does, he does need, to, need, to start, need to start getting that post a little bit more. Though I understand now, why he may not because of the injury, but he could post up a little more. He could bang down low a little more. Then we all know, can there's always one flaw I always felt like with Anthony Davis, and if it – I feel like it kind of gets overshadowed just because of his perimeter skill set. But he doesn't really have necessarily a great post move either. No, because he refuses to get down there. Remember, yeah, I mean, he he's better in, in the in the face up jabs. Yeah, but not, yeah. he's not a post yeah. player. 
AD is going to catch the ball down low. He's going to face you up. He's not going to hit you with an elbow, make a quick hook. He's not going to do any of that. He's not going to like, do any of that. Like, like Blake, Griffin, Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge post games are way better than his. But people forget with Blake Griffin, though, he didn't get that to like year eight or nine either. Yes, Blake Griffin probably had the best player uh, development. development that I've ever seen in the NBA. For the first three years, literally all he could do was dunk. I ain't gonna lie though. You know what's so funny about Blake Griffin? The last two years in uh, Detroit, he made it seem like his career is about to be over. Now he gets the he gets to Brooklyn and he's jumping out the gym again. You I know, mean, in Detroit, basically your career is over. Yeah, no a, lot, a lot of times, an improved situation can bring the best out of somebody, man. Because I ain't gonna lie, bro. <laughs> Being in Detroit, and no, 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 this there he goes. No, no, this <laughs> the city at all. You know oh, much this, much this, turn no. this in the whole Midwest. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm not doing that at all. If you know about Chauncey Billups, Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, uh, uh bro, ben Wallace. all them back in the day, you know them dudes were ball players and they won. But ben bro, Wallace is that nigga. Bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Being being a being a player towards your your career is starting to go down here a little bit in Detroit. I I probably wouldn't be playing the best either, just honestly speaking. Oh, that was that was in 04. That was that the that series of people that was 04 through like 06. That that those days are done. Like all those guys are retired. So that's Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Laws will talk so much trash, but then come off that curl and hit that three and keep on talking to you. Oh god. He not <laughs> goes Rasheed can go one of 19. He's still gonna talk and hit, hit that one three. three. Bro, told you told you he, 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 he used to he used to hit one some of the nastiest screens on people too, bro. Because oh, Rasheed was a big dude, he could do that. Fam, salute to Rasheed on a on Area Twenty One, bro. That show got canceled so damn quick. So hilarious. Quick. But look, we're not even saying Anthony Davis. Let me take it back. We're not saying Anthony Davis has to go to the block. But bro, at least start working from the elbow. Okay, so who, who was who was guarding him most of the time today? Oh, let's Aiden, see. Aiden yeah. and um, who else was it? Uh, Man, I, 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 I saw a couple matchups with Bridges, uh, Mikael Bridges. See, is this like is the, a weird this matchup. is the thing. This is the thing. The Lakers are gonna have to start Montrez Harold. Because this nigga Andre Drummond is just clogging away. Why was bro, Drummond? Didn't did, hey? Didn't I say that though? When they made that uh, move for Andre Drummond, I was like, it's pointless, and they don't need it. We got we got podcast evidence of me saying that. We do. I say I say they should have they should have looked for more three point shooting instead of I getting mean, Andre Drummond. Uh, uh, Andre Andre Drummond helps, but it's just like it's matchups. You you really don't need like what you what you needed out of him is already what Montrezl Harrell gives you because we as we saw when Andre Drummond was in Cleveland what was he doing he trying to bring the ball to the court he trying to make basket to basket moves he trying to get his touch we don't need that's not needed. that's not that's not needed you in L A in L A you've been brought in to rebound block shots get lob dunks and just bring that energy but essentially honestly speaking you already have that in Montrezl Harrell. Because Andre Drummond looked like he went, he, he like, well, my touch is at LeBron, give me the ball. Yeah, so but like, and, 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 and the thing about it is that shit's not going to work, bro. So that's why probably Anthony Davis felt, oh, shit, Andre Drummond's here because Anthony Davis hates playing the five. And he was yeah. like, well, shit, I get to be outside now. See, y'all, what they brought in Andre Drummond to do was to try to find someone to fill the void that Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee left. Y'all needed a big, but y'all need a big who's athletic, who can run the floor. Exactly. And they need like a they need a Jared Allen, Dwight Howard, uh, McGee, like someone, who, a Clint Capella, someone who does not care about scoring the ball, bro. Run I, I be dang, I be dang, and I, I, I'm not, and I'm not down to no professional athlete at all because these dudes make millions of dollars. And if these dudes saw me, if they no, saw me in the local gym, I swear they give me buckets. But bro. I'm not making a post entry pass to Andre Drummond. I'm just not doing it, bro. <laughs> I'm just not, bro. I'm sorry. He's the best rebounder in the game. And technically hey. top 10 in paint points. 
And look, with and with that being said, we should probably move on to the next topic. And to know we're ending on Turk slandering professional athletes, so it's not just me this time. It's not I mean, just me. <laughs> I mean, would, would, would y'all would y'all give Andre Jones a post entry pass when you got LeBron and AD? You're seven feet tall. Use it. Put your hand. <laughs> Andre you, Drummond is damn near every bit of three hundred pounds. Nigga, get your ass on that block and muscle this nigga DeAndre. Take up space. Yes, nigga. That's another thing for another day. We have more playoff news coming to you. We'll hit you with some more live segments this week. Be prepared because if the Heat screw up again, I'm going to give y'all another report. But we're going to talk to some other teams that love screwing stuff up, and we're going to keep the same colorway because the trade for Julio Jones is no longer a rumor. It's getting real. It's getting real. My thing is, bro, how many well you have to give up a lot of assets because how much no. cap room do, how much cap room does the Patriots have to take that on, bro? Look, Not bro, enough. you know what's so, you know what's funny about this man Julio? He's a certified troll, especially after wearing that Dallas Cowboys hoodie. You gotta love it. Bro, you can always troll with cowboy stuff because they have fans everywhere and it's enough to get anyone mad. But you know what's funny? That was at North Park. Do you think you think Julio Jones would shop at the parks mall? No, I'm what I'm saying is, is the fact that he this man he knew what he was doing, especially with all these rumors out. He was like, okay, I'm opposing a Cowboys jersey, uh, hoodie with the fans. Oh my god, that was hilarious! Man, I'm with the Cowboys, that'd be hilarious, dog. I can Turk, I'm, I'm gonna tell you now. Julio got three years left on his deal, and it's for sixty-six million dollars. Mm. It's no way y'all are y'all are well since you paying Cam Newton peanuts. Maybe, maybe you can take that contract on then. Sheesh. Cam Newton's yeah. making ten cents a day. I have no idea what y'all talking about. We bet you don't. We bet you don't. But the interesting thing through all of this, three out of our four teams are actually contenders for this. Yeah, I mean, no. you know, realistically, honestly speaking, I could honestly see him going to Baltimore. Baltimore would be a great fit, but my question is, do they have the cap space? Who are they going to give up, and how much is Atlanta going to ask for? Because Julio, wow. even, at, even at this point of his career, Julio's worth the first. And then, well, I'll say this. Getting that Orlando Brown contract off was big for them. Oh, absolutely it was. Yeah, facts. I, I, we got the room for Julio. Um, I would probably say, ooh, that'd be a tough one, though, coming to Baltimore. Because we kind of every already got us getting Sammy Watkins and then drafting bait. Mm. In that trade, you might have to give up bait. Yeah. Yeah. Or Mark Andrews. Nah, nah, wait yeah, I, nah, nah, it's, it's the Falcons. That, that, we'll probably have to get that, that, that's Lamar's favorite target. You know he are, you know they're not gonna give up Lamar's favorite target. What do they what do they need? What do the Falcons need Mark Andrews for? They just drafted a tight end. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um it'll it would be a tough one. I guarantee we'll have to give, give up a player in the first round pick. Yeah, y'all are probably like, for Atlanta, y'all probably gonna have to give up a player, a first, and probably a third or a fourth. Yeah, I probably honestly, I, I could see y'all throwing in maybe Snead. Willie Snead would wouldn't be a bad one. They could use a deep threat because we we pretty much understand the offense. It's the Calvin Ridley show now. Oh yeah, boy, they finna tear Calvin Ridley up, bro. He getting double teamed every play, which means you should probably pick him for your fantasy team. You probably should. He's gonna get a bunch of targets this year. Unfortunately, Turk's team is viable for this. They're a contender. I feel like they're just they're, – he just threw them Patriots in there as bait, though. I think so, too, because he knows the situation there ain't, ain't the best. Yeah, so like, I feel like that was just a bait, you know, what do you call it, a bait negotiation or whatever. Just to have, just to have something else to put on the table. Notice yeah. I, I wouldn't put nothing past Belichick, though. We don't, but who are they going to they, – they're going to need trade assets, too. And who the Patriots got worth a damn? Exactly. Um, Stephon Gilmore. They're not. You know, they're not giving up Gilmore. They got two good tight ends, but once again, they just drafted a tight end, so they don't care about Hunter Henry or whoever that other tight end was. They brought in. Uh, John Smith. 
Yeah, they they just drafted a super athletic tight end out of Florida. So what they need one of them for. So I unless New England's gonna offer them their first, second, and third, which I highly, highly doubt. There's I just don't see it happening in New England. And for the Chargers, uh I'd be happy to have Julio, but once again, how much would we have to give up? We'd have to give up Mike Williams, a first and probably a third. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like y'all would have to give up Mike. We would definitely have to give up Mike, and I'm I'm sure they'd be more than willing to do it. It's just offense isn't our problem. At least skill position offensive is not our issue right now. I don't see how Julio makes us any better. Yeah, they, they really don't. Which is kind of weird to say. So like a player like Julio's caliber saying wouldn't wouldn't make your team better. That just feels weird to say, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, it, it feels weird because as a who wouldn't want Julio Jones to be their starting receiver? Like who wouldn't? <laughs> hey man, could you imagine a receiving core of Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Julio? And Julio? Which would be <laughs> Stupid, deadly. But y'all would have to give up. <laughs> amen, y'all. amen, amen. Just like you could have had Justin Fields at quarterback, bro. Bro, uh, don't bring that up, bro. So we taking, we taking shots. Coop, Coop, I legit was about to get over that whole mess. Well, see how well that worked out. Kirk Cousins making thirty-five million dollars a year. <laughs> and the sad, the, the sad, the sad part about all this is, bro, is that Justin Fields probably doesn't even want to be in Chicago. To be honest. That's the crazy part when you think about it. Hey, man. The point of crazy trade rumors. Now, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. If somehow, some way, he ends up in Kansas City, I quit. I'm done with football. I give up. I'm going to watch soccer. I'm <laughs> going to become – I'm already – I like Real Madrid. That was, bro, Tyreek Hill and Julio Jones. Could you imagine how Madden and, uh, and Travis all Kelsey. Them having the, well, all three of them having the X-Factors on? And then Travis Kelsey being the best tight end in the game. Fuck that. They would I'll trade. <laughs> they trade McCole Hartman. Um, they would try, probably have to trade Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And I don't know, a first and a second. Something Look, like that. I ain't gonna lie. The way Chiefs been running some of their stuff lately, I wouldn't be surprised if they just gave pennies for him. Got penny or sent penny pennies for Julio. You see players are just willing to take pennies to go there. Le'Veon just added. We forget Le'Veon Bell is there. Bro, like, here's the thing. Le'Veon Bell, the greatest hustle of all time. Here's the one thing. I'll give, I'll give, uh, what's his name? Beach, 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 the GM for the uh, Chiefs. Mm -hmm. I'll give him his credit because he's been winning these trades and all these deals was giving up scrap, literally. Oh, trust me, I know. Literally (laughs) nothing. Bro, like. I, honestly, it would be surprising to me if they all they had to do was give up draft picks for Julio. Hey, we'll give you the best second. We'll give you the best sixth grader right now. <laughs> yeah. the, the number one sixth grade recruit in the nation. He's yours, guaranteed. You got may, yourself a deal. May not grow it. And then may not mm-hmm. grow it. Maybe five five the rest of his life. Okay, you got him. <laughs> hey, 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 Jamal, they got Cody Paul. <laughs> wow, bro! Whatever happened? Whatever happened? Had the greatest, greatest, the greatest Pee-wee literally highlight. highlight tape of all time, bro. He played football at some like D two, D three school because he never grew. He's like five ten. I heard he was eating though. I think now, I now there's, the there's no video. doubt. There's no doubt that he's probably a real good player. It's just that when you don't grow, shit. But but honestly speaking, it's how how often do you really see any sport, not just football? How often do you see an athlete who's just good in like the fifth or fourth grade? He's good all the way up until high school, then eventually college and the pros. That rarely happens. That really I mean, happens. some guys, some guys you just know. Bro, whatever happened to that soccer dude? What's his name? Freddie Adu or something like that? So Freddie Adu was an American staple. But then he ran into grown men playing against, like, Landon Donovan mm-hmm. for the Team USA team. And then they went international, and they were like, nah, you ain't got it. Hey, you, you, enough. you know how hype I used to be as a kid seeing Freddie do on the cover of Sports Illustrated for kids? Bro, he was on Disney Channel. That's how cool he, he was. was. You know, Freddie do is 31 years old. 
he was like 15, 16 when he was on Disney Channel at the height. But the you know rise, that, the rise and fall of Freddie Adu. Hey, I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. As a kid, just like as a kid though, I was kind of looking at up to Freddie Adu for a little while. I was like, yo, he's playing for pro- professional as a kid. Which now, I mean, when you look at Luca, it's kind of unheard of, but you know, or not I mean, unheard of anymore. But but in soccer, that's normal as hell. Yeah, well, I mean, as a kid, I didn't know that, but like, I mean, you get yeah, what I'm saying. I, and of course, none of us know enough about soccer to have known that, except maybe Jared. Yeah, but really? like, at, as a kid, I was like, hold up, you telling me I could probably be a professional as a kid? And like, Freddie, I do. And like Freddie, it was like, bro, you're only like six years older than me. Like, I'll be in high school in not too long. Damn, mm-hmm. bro, Freddie, I do, man. Good times. And now USA soccer, we can't even qualify for the World Cup. Men's soccer team, that is. Men's soccer team. The the US women are the best female athletes on the planet. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. We dominate pretty much everything. You know, it's kind of wild. Um I remember uh, this was back in, I think it was like 08 when it took out women's fast pitch in the Olympics. You know the whole re- the only reason why they did that? Why? Because the U.S. women's fast pitch was the only one winning gold. Our women's basketball pretty much only wins gold. Yeah, but that's the only reason why they took it out of the Olympics, which is wild. And they replaced it with breakdancing or something. That actually might be, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to lie and say breakdancing probably (laughs) is it more entertaining. Yeah, it might be more entertaining. That's what I was going to get at, Jamal. It might be. You might want to be careful how you say that because we could be canceled pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all be talking about me. We almost almost got enough. We're not saying women's basketball isn't entertaining, but it's not entertaining to watch Team USA beat the rest of the world by 50 every game. Hey, we almost made syndication before Jamal made that statement. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, to, to, hey, when you look, when you think about it, it at least from an international uh, viewpoint, it might have been a good idea that USA, not idea, but it may have been good that USA got bronze medal in 03. I mean, basketball, the rest of the world has figured out, yes, the NBA in America has all the talent, but their international teams actually play together. We just get a bunch of guys, and in yep, six weeks, exactly. we tell them, hey, y'all need to be a team. And, and honestly speaking, those other countries, and Luca's a perfect example of it, when, when those guys are allowed to play in those professional leagues, when they're, when they're allowed to choose their path and they can play in professional leagues at a young age, that stuff helps. And like you said, they're already playing with each other. As opposed to us, we're just so talented, we can just stack the best talent and win sometimes. But it's been a few times that hasn't worked. What you mean? Sometimes that's all we ever do. We just we have no, enough no. talent to cut John John Wall and Bradley Beal and Damian no. Lillard. No, but, but what I'm saying is, is that what I'm saying is, is that we're so talented that we can stack all of our talent together and and sometimes still win. We don't always win, as but, we, as we see. But think about it: this Olympics this year, like who's gonna play? Like, this is my first time where I don't even know who the hell is going to play because the season ends so late. They're honestly, they're, they're, t- they're talking about, um, for one, getting the offseason, the guys who are already in the offseason. So, like, you know, who is in the offseason? Guys who didn't if you make did, the playoffs. Or, I can't even think, bro. Yeah, pretty much if you didn't make the playoffs. Okay, so see- it, would, it would really just be Steph. Yep. And I can see guys who like get bounced in the first round probably want to play. If the Lakers win, I can see D Book going to play. Depending on depending on uh who's in it, I honestly I might just cheer for Slovenia. Traitor for, uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> wow. But I'm, I mean the, the, the thing is, I think America is the only where like really sometimes our best players don't even play. Yeah. They they did think about the last Olympics we have. LeBron didn't play, Steph didn't play. Uh that was that was honestly the worst Olympic team we've ever marched out. Has Steph ever played in the Olympics? Yes. Nope. nope. Really? No, nah, he, he hasn't. Put on the FIBA team. Damn. He should play this year. He ain't got no excuse this year not to play. Hell no, nah, nigga. Bro, he he the Olymp- Olympic basketball is made for Steph. You Bro. got a shorter three-point line? Bro, he's going to break Carmelo's record in the first two minutes. <laughs> Bro, 
Carmelo hoes. Carmelo hoes directly. Y'all sitting over there laughing until I surely come out with Patty Mills. They come out here 33s in a row. Bro, bro. Uh, bro, bro, Olympic Patty Mills should be a 99 <laughs> hey, Galaxy hey, on 2K21. Hey, it, it might get so bad. Ben Simmons might come out there and hit a three. Shit, bro, it, like, ben Simmons is getting the Olympics. I'm turning that. Bro, bro you don't know be funny, bro. If if it's Olympics, bro, Ben Simmons get hot one game. He go five, five for three, twelve. <laughs> and they can go nine for twelve on three pointers. <laughs> bro, he will get it. He will get a call from the 76ers. He will get a call from Elton Brand at halftime and say, What the fuck are you doing? Where where well, coach, is this I, I just feel I feel coach, I, I just feel more confident, you know. You're gonna call oh, we'll we'll you You know what another issue I, um they're gonna run into as far as like NBA players playing in the Olympic this year is mm-hmm. the fact that a lot of these GMs aren't gonna probably allow their players to play. Two short off seasons in a row. That that's not a good thing. Yeah. So like, in from an owner perspective and GM perspective, yeah, I'm paying you to stay healthy from October through June, possibly. I think they I think they get a waiver for if they get hurt in international ball. I think I don't think they can be penalized on their contract for playing international ball. I, I mean, they won't. Wrong, they won't, but it's more so the fact that the chances of them getting hurt is just a little bit more increased with that, especially with a shortened offseason. And you know, yeah, we there's a lot to go with that. We'll we'll see how it ends up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry we got off track, but you know that's just the ignorant way. But we have more ignorant things to come because we're talking about what you've been waiting on. What everyone's been talking about for the last week and a half or so, there's just something about the last name Brown. It just makes people act dumb. My, my, my question is, are you related to him? Bruh. No. I, I, I just want to preface not. this. I just want to preface this by saying Kwame Brown's an OG. He is. Y'all, heard, y'all know what we're here talking about, y'all. Kwame Brown has been going off over the last week and a half. I don't know what started this. I do know what started it. I don't know what made him want to respond now, but he's been responding to everybody and anybody. And anybody. He he wants all the smoke, and I mean that quite literally. Quite literally. Turk, since we know you just love beefs like <laughs> this, what, how do you whoa, feel about Brown? All, first of all, I love peace and good vibes. Man, shut like- up. We, shut up. You almost fought Vince Young. Why? Why are we gonna talk about that? This is this is what I'm gonna say. I know, I know. We all made fun of Kwame Brown as a laughing stock, right? But honestly speaking, the man came into a, a tough situation with a lot of pressure on him as a 17 year old kid. But we're not gonna talk about that, right? Because you know we're not talking about things from a professional athlete standpoint. All I'm gonna say is, all you do is who clown do. All someone, this man come off, he started going off. All of a sudden, Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith, you don't want no smoke. Gilbert Arenas, you don't want no smoke. Stephen Jackson, you don't want no smoke. I get credit to Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes was the only one that said, you know what, <laughs> Tommy Brown, you can come on the show and we can go to the ring. We got to fight before we get on, before you get on the show. We can do it. Rest Bro, Matt, Matt Barnes is the most deadliest light skin of all time. He, right, he right. is the deadliest light skin of all right, time. Right, right, right. Y'all, when Tommy Brown called y'all out. <laughs> A lot of y'all was, eh, I'm going to say, so y'all just sound like hard. y'all wanted that smoke. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, with Gilbert, though, he's never really fully bashed him, though. If, if, you ever watch, if you ever watch Gilbert's past interviews, he's always, in a way, defended Kwame. Yeah, I, feel like that whole, I feel like that line about Jordan and Kobe got they get taken out of context, though. Okay, well, put, put him to the side, then. We won't talk about Gilbertinas. Steven Jackson, uh... <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Stephen A. Smith. He's a certified bum. Call me Brown, people. Now he can't. No, now he couldn't to play. Put on the gloves. <laughs> he don't want no smoke. Bro, literally, Stephen A. Smith ripped Kwame Brown from head to toe, man. <laughs> oh, man! For he what he was said it. about him, can we talk about his responses to these people? Hey, so man, Brown, that man, a villain. All, he got on Matt Barnes so bad. He said, if you show up late to work, they fire you. I could show up late 12 strippers and a midget. Why is there a midget, Kwame? 
Why is a midget involved in this? What is we're that? Not asking, we're not asking Kwame Brown any questions. Kwame Brown gets what he gets, gets what he wants, okay? You cannot uh, ask Kwame Brown questions. I'm asking all the questions because that's not something to say. I look, I ain't got I, I ain't got nothing against Kwame. Look, it, it was funny. You didn't have a great career, but like he did say, anyone who made it to the NBA is not a failure. Kwame Brown beat your man. Man made a lot of money, took care of his people. He living comfortable. Sounds good to me. Hey, he said, I put I put my mama in a new house at 17, but he didn't get drafted until he was 18. So that that I don't know if he forgot or if that means uh there was some extra money that we didn't know about. Regardless, hey, he did his thing. He made it to the league where 99.99% of people who ever touch a basketball will never play. And honestly speaking, Kwame Brown, some games just did show some flashes of what he could have potentially been. He really did, if you go back and watch. I think the real problem with Kwame, to be honest with you, he just played with Jordan his last years in Washington, and then you go to Kobe. That's that's something ideal for a young player. Yeah, man. And just honestly speaking, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Michael Jordan is that guy. But those those two style of leadership just wasn't exactly the best. I, I, I would give a perfect example of Tom Izzo, right? Everybody can't play for Michigan State Tom Izzo because everyone can't handle that type of coaching. Not everybody can handle that type of leadership from Michael mm-hmm. Jordan and Bryant, right? Because Michael Jordan and Cody Bryant's leadership is like, look, I'm over here putting up good numbers because I'm playing well. You better step up or I'm going to cuss you out type of stuff. As opposed to LeBron, LeBron's going to uplift you. He's going to lead you. He's going to encourage you, stuff like that. Kobe and Jordan gonna cuss you out. So I can understand how playing under them can just how it can deter and kill someone's confidence, especially when you make one mistake. You know what I'm saying? So that's hey, tough. Look, don't be soft. I I I come from I, hey look, that's just my school of thought. I come from hey, don't be soft, it's coaching, it ain't personal. And at the end of the day, especially I, if I'm making millions of dollars, I'll get yelled at for millions of dollars. Hey. It's, it's, it's a lot. I'll say this. It's a lot different when you're an adult and you understand that versus when you're a 17, 18-year-old kid. That I'm not saying it's a, it's a bad thing or he's, or it's wrong or right or any other way. That's just my personal thinking of if you're paying me a million dollars, I truly don't give a damn what you got to say, especially in the NBA where my money is guaranteed and I was a top draft pick. So I'm getting, I'm guaranteed a good high paycheck for at minimum of four years. I feel like that's easy for us to say because we're not in that position. That, that's like, yeah, that's like, true. Like with, you know, seeing some, having to deal with someone like Jordan and knowing the kind of maniac he dick. is. He's a dick. Yeah, like the maniac. I was going to say maniac, but you get what I'm saying. And same thing with Kobe. That too. You know, the maniac that they were, especially dealing with prime Kobe. Ooh. That man, Steve Kerr, punched. I mean, that man might be going to punch Steve Kerr in the face. I'd be damned if, if my teammate punches me in the face and I miss a shot. That's all I'm going to say, bro. All right, but sir. then Jordan did put, but then Jordan did clearly say Kerr stepped up to him. He he responded right back. He said, I'd never mess with Steve again after that. Like I, I said, too. 17, 18 years old as, as a millionaire with the high expectations to be his next big star in the league. Can't relate. A lot of pressure, man. A lot of pressure. Cannot relate. But I can relate to these responses because I'm all for the clapback. We all know I have a history. Bro, he's talking back to professional athletes. His clapback game is hilarious, though. Bro, Kwame Brown low-key never lost. First of all, he told no, I was gonna say, first of all, don't ever try to argue with a man who's smoking a hookah while going in. Stay away from people like that. Two. That man was in the car running and talking about how he was messing with his tractor in the back. Any man that's messing with a tractor, leave him alone. That's all I'm going to say. Turk said, if you two country, I don't want no smoke. I don't want no problems. Not no even. smoke, no smoke. But can we, can we get the quote of the year with him saying, you got jokes about basketball. I got jokes about your life. Damn. There's no, there's no coming back from that. You're like, Shit, basketball is a game. Bro, wait, life is he, life. Said, bro, he said, bro, he said, Matt Barnes had to jump a fence. <laughs> bro, stop. You had, you had to jump a fence to get the house that you own? That you paid for? Bro, stop. Hey, 
When he put it in he perspective did, like he that, it's like do it though. Bro, he when did he put have it to jump in, the fence. When he when then his then his baby mama uh lock him out that joint or something. <laughs> <laughs> he said he had to jump a fence to a house that you own. He said you have to use the spare key. That you yeah, you, you have to look under the mat. Bro, that's real. Do you give him gas money? Do you give him gas money for driving your kids around? Kwame Brown was going in. He said, nah, nigga, that was Derek Fisher house. Nigga, that ain't your house. He said, you out here trying to look tough. You you a Drake, nigga. You a Drake. You should be worried about how to take somebody's girl, not getting your girl taken. Wow. That hurt. I'm not even involved in that. That hurt. See, See, I, was looking, about, hey, I was just talking about him <laughs> jumping in Fisher house. Yes, yeah, that's the paper. <laughs> Let me look. Man, hold on, dog. Kwame Brown played... How many seasons? Nine. He played 13 seasons. No, no, he played 11 seasons, and he made $63 million. Yep. And truly, y'all really know why he played 13 seasons? Because he was seven foot. There's only so many seven foot motherfuckers on the planet. I mean, Kwame Brown was still a serviceable player, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a guy that you could put in, get a few rebounds, may get you a block, get a layup. And give you a little bit of something. He, I mean, he was I, cool. Yeah, but there's also the fact there's only so many seven foot motherfuckers on the in the history of planet Earth. There's only so many people who have been that big. Statistically, speak, statistically speaking, every person that you've ever met who is seven feet tall has played in the NBA at one point or another. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say every seven footer that I've Statist- known. Statistically, yes, but there's a few exceptions. <laughs> I was about I'm to say, counting. I was like, I know some seven footers. I hold on, hey, Isaiah, hey, Isaiah Austin count. I don't care what y'all say. Isaiah Austin counts. Oh yeah, we we count him because we honestly he's going he's going first round. Yeah, he just that whole thing with his eye just popped up out of nowhere. No, nah, it wasn't no, the eye. It it was the uh, Marfar syndrome. Yeah, yeah, but that's what caused the eyes, the syndrome. Fam, that man, that man, Kwame Brown, he said Jamel Hill, this is some grown man shit. Stay up, <laughs> <laughs> bro. We got to talk about how everyone's been coming coming at Jamel Hill like that, though. Jamel, Jamel be be overstepping her boundaries sometimes. Yeah, she does. She does. She does. I'm like. Sheesh. Now, Jamel's a great journalist, and she's great at her job, and it's her job to step the lines. But you know what? She's kind of like Gilbert Arenas. She's a habitual line stepper. She's a habitual line stepper. She's an habitual line stepper. <laughs> and sometimes somebody got to smack you back. Sometimes gonna get someone's going to get you back. Duh, I told, I told uh, Jamal this the other day. I was like, honestly, when you look at the history of the NBA, Gilbert Arenas is the most ignorant NBA player ever. Ever. And it's not even close. Not even. Like, you ever watch, listen to this man's podcast and, like, the story he has? And they yes. sound fake. They sound fake. They're completely real, bro. But like, they're real. <laughs> and they're all his fault. Like, Go listen to the one he has with Richard Jefferson. Oh, my and Richard, gosh. And Richard Jefferson, for one, has the whitest, calmest, soothing voice I've ever heard on a male. And the things he's put up with for Gilbert Arenas, I have no idea how. You know what's crazy, though? Richard Jefferson might just be up there as far as the most ignorant players with Gilbert after he hearing just, about these stories. See, because he they just went to college it. together. It was hilarious. It, it's just certain players hide it better than others. And some players don't even care to try to hide it. Gil is one of them. Gil's let me hilarious. Let me introduce you to the real Gilbert Arenas. I'm dead. <laughs> He mm. said, after mm. he told the NBA executive, I want to be a pimp. I, An international pimp. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga is dumb. That, that's the only thing I can get from that is this nigga is dumb. <laughs> this nigga is stupid as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a pimp. Well, I got to double down. I got to hey, double down. <laughs> I, think, I, I think athletes forget even though your job is to play basketball, when you talk to GMs and stuff, that's still a job interview. 
the funniest part was this man, he only ran for like 18 seconds in, in, his, in Converse. In his chucks. He said, I didn't want to mess up my chucks. <laughs> <laughs> that took him from literally a first round draft pick, lottery pick, to the second round. <laughs> it literally co- it cost him millions of dollars for a $40 pair of chucks. <laughs> Bro, Gilbert's a legend. I don't care what anyone says. Remember that man said he had to he had to run on the on the treadmill for like fifteen minutes. He <laughs> ran on that bitch for two <laughs> minutes. He got off that bitch some trucks. He said, "Nah, we're not yeah. doing this." Just uh, and was straight cooking niggas in the league, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, we if you've learned anything from us rambling, know one thing: don't be Gilbert Arenas. Just, I don't care how talented you are. Don't be good with a readers. That only works for one person. That only works for one. <laughs> It'll never work again. Then, the, the, the funny thing about it is we're not even talking about how he's terrorized Nick Young's kids. No. Nick Young had a horrible influence the second he got in the league. The second he got in the league. Bro, he ruined, Gilbert ruined Nick Young's career when you look at it now. <laughs> he did, he did. If I, Nick Young says if I was drafted somewhere else, <laughs> Everything would have been different, bro. The fact that you get drafted, the greatest moment of your life, but your veteran ends up being Gilbert Arenas. Oh my gosh, I can see why his career ended up the way it did. That's like go. That's like going through life coop as your mentor. I wouldn't recommend oh it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the best, worst influence you could possibly have. <laughs> hold, on, hold, on, hold on, we, we gonna stop taking shots at Coop, all right? Is it a shot? He just agreed to he it. He just owned up to it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Coop, I try to stand up for you. I'm the you. best, worst influence somebody could have, bro. Exactly. But, because on, pa- on paper, same. on paper, how can I not be a mentor? <laughs> so, so, so what I'm getting at right now, Jamal, Coop is our Gilbert Arenas. Nah, he's worse than that. Uh I think all of us got a, got a good mix of Gilbert and Arenas in us. I'm not gonna lie about that one. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be a great mentor. I would be an okay mentor. I wouldn't be, I would be nothing above average. I'd be like, I'd be like the mentor to be like, did you eat today? I'm like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> did you eat though? I would just tell my mentee, don't beat Tony Snell today. Whatever you do. Don't be Tony Snell. At least attempt a shot to get a one on the board or something. But I feel like Turk would, Again, Turk would be the only logical mentor out of all of us, sadly. His mentor would leave. <laughs> he would say, your friends have too much fun. <laughs> Turk not even responded. And I'm never going <laughs> to let go of the Tony Snell thing. You played 28 minutes and you had a stat line of nothing. Nothing. Like, Nick, it would have been better if you just weren't in the rotation today. Like, bro, if you play long enough, the ball's just going to bounce to you. You you can get one rebound. You can get one. Not even. But, hey, that's, that, that's another story for another time. Because, like we always love to say here, life is nothing if you can't make fun of yourself. So this next segment is about me making fun of myself because I've made some discoveries over the last few days because I've been addicted to TikTok for a while and I ran across a video that made me wonder something and then I realized I've never made this rational thought before in my head and now I feel like a dumbass. Um, okay. This segment is called Random Things That Make Me Feel Like a Dumbass. So, this first one, I'm not going to be alone because I can guarantee none of y'all have ever thought about this either. Okay. So the first one, the best way to clean a blender is to blend soapy water. Yes. Yeah, I thought about that before, bro. Yeah, I thought about that, too. I, and know, I, I learned that the hard way due to plenty of cuts on my fingers. See? That's how most people have to learn. And it never, it never, it never crossed my mind. Okay, okay, okay. Now, when Coop put it like that, then yeah, it makes sense. See? Because can't no one tell me they've never cut their fingers trying to clean a blender. Yeah. You can't. Mm-hmm. I know you. Yeah, I've done it before. So, so when I thought, when I finally saw it, all I think of is I, I'm, a, I'm an idiot. That's, that's how I feel about life today. 
Well, Y'all can laugh at me. Well, Jamal, you are an idiot, so makes sense. I, I'm not an idiot, yes. but I am stupid. Yes, you are. I am stupid. Yes, you are. Turk, no one asked you, I. No one asked you. Look, I can right. I can agree with Turk, but we'll go no on to the next one. Either. No one asked you either. That's why you got replaced by Kevin. <laughs> um, anyway, so the next one is not something that made me feel like a dumbass. It's just a question I have about life. So when you lose weight, where does the fat go? It's it, the calories are burned. It really draw. Where? How does the fat leave your body? You burn it. Okay. So how does it come out? You can shit, piss, and sweat your way out. Now you tell me you shitted, pissed, and sweated when people lose fifty pounds. It, it ain't that simple. That's a lot of sweat. Jamal, wow. Jamal, you need some people to talk to, bro. I'm here for you, G. Turk, you can kiss the blackest part of my ass. So, whoa. Yes. Where does it go? And the final thing that has pondered me for years of <laughs> why can't I see my forehead? Oh, my gosh. Bro, Patrick, no. Patrick, what's bothering you today? I can't see my bro. forehead. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> J- Jamal, you serious, bro? Why, why can't I see my forehead, dog? <laughs> it's the fact that we all said it. Can't see my forehead. I, I, no no one you. thought about it until Patrick said that. And then it just low-key made me mad. Why can't I see my forehead? <laughs> he walked in and go, I'm mad. Me too. Why are you mad, Patrick? Can't see my, can't forehead. See my forehead. Bro, I love just, SpongeBob. So yeah, that's just what's been on my mind lately. Can't see my forehead. I don't know where fat goes. And apparently I don't know how to clean a blender. Would you want to see your forehead? No, because my forehead kind of weird. But still, that doesn't mean I don't want I, I shouldn't have the option. Okay. I mean, if your life if your life will be changed forever because you saw your forehead, I mean, hey, you I might unlock superpowers or something, be the first dude to see their forehead. I, I don't know. Life, anything can change life. Yeah, you you don't know. I might unlock some superhuman power. Be the first dude to see their forehead. Just look. I have a degree. I'm a published writer. I have a semi-successful podcast run by people that I don't completely hate. And apparently, I don't know how to clean a blender. So or see his forehead. So we're semi uh, successful. Semi successful. I don't think we're that successful yet. Because I haven't been able to replace all of you with robots, just Turk. Damn, bro. This comes from a man who doesn't have a human body, but you know what? Never mind. See, I would say let's do a giveaway, but we too broke for that. Well, we can give Turk away. Yeah, but wouldn't we get we wouldn't get much in return? Wow. Wow. Very, very because I mean he got a busted finger. Um, you know, his trade value was high back in like November, but now it's gone down. Yikes. It's real low right now. Like, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're taking all trade offers for Turk. We'll we'll take like we'll we'll trade Turk for a grilled cheese sandwich. To be honest, and some wings. All I'm saying is, there's been plenty of times six man has went to the right team and became the number one option. That's all I'm gonna say. But hey, look, Turk, if you you're not even a, number- you're not even a number four option, and there's four of us here. That doesn't make any Damn. sense at all. That was because you know why, Eric. Because I'm level. the number one option. Now, anyway, mm-hmm. if Turk is your number one option, Turk is your number. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of carrying you guys on my back. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta average 30, 12, and fifteen over here, and Jamal can't even give me two points. I'm going somewhere where I'm valued. First of all, you have a Tony Snell lineup. I don't want to hear it. You have a Tony <laughs> Snell lineup. First of all, don't ever put ever disrespect me like that again. I'll be out here putting in work. Y'all wasn't with me in the gym. Y'all was out there doing your thing. Bro, I was, gonna, I was I just in the gym time. with you last week. Bro, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. <laughs> oh, like oh, oh, now you don't know what you're nah, talking nah, about. Nah, nah, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't remember that. Anyway, like I said, I'm on the trading block. Whoever wants me, there's no. I'm, I'm shooting the ball fast times a game. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Turk is on the trading block. We are offering him for 
a grilled cheese sandwich and the Sierra Mist. We won't even ask you for a real Sprite. But we've come to the end of another episode of the one and only D1 Dignity University podcast. How does it feel, fellas? Oh, man. I ain't gonna lie. It feels good to be back with the original crew. You know what I'm saying? Be back with Eric Coop and that one guy. You know what I'm saying? But I'm wrong, man. I thought we had a good episode. Pause. That one guy? (laughs) That one guy? (laughs) First of all, let me me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm the HNIC in this bitch. I replace Eric with a cactus, and I'll replace you with this whale. Don't play with me. Okay. Can't no one see this whale, but y'all know what I'm talking about. If you check our Twitter, which is the Ignits, if you check our Twitter and our TikTok, Ignit TikTok, you will see my partner in crime, my whale, and I'm wearing my cowboy hat because I mean business because Turk has disrespected me. <laughs> I mean, was the disrespect warranted, though? Whose side are you on? I'm just playing devil advocate like that one dude in college classes. See, that's why you will get traded too. Okay. Y'all hear y'all heard it here first. <laughs> Eric is also on the trading block. Look, hey, you trade me. I'm gonna just pull a mellow. Which time? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the first time to the Knicks. <laughs> All right, but if you do this, then you can't cry when you never win a championship. <laughs> never win money. You chose money. You chose money and you chose Lala. Then you ended up almost losing Lala. I think he did lose Lala. I, think, I don't know. They, I think they got back to... I don't know. That's, that's not our program. That's not our problem. So We're not TMZ. We are not. So let's give your final thoughts to the people. Turk, what you got to say? Oh, man. Overall, ladies and gentlemen, I thought it was overall it was a great episode. Probably had a good time. We established some good topics. And overall, we had a great episode. And God dang, Turk, you're we're so good. corny. We're good. We're good. Just despite what wannabe Eric McFly wants to say, whoever, whatever that dude's name is, right? I think we straight. Shots fired. EG, what's good? Look, bro. All I know is I'm that guy. That's all y'all need to know. No, you're not. Oh Lord. Don't boost this man's confidence. He he doesn't need any help with that. Cool. Find the thoughts to the people. <laughs> well, time is B Coop Jet underscore affiliated. Hey, go check out the new album Tales from Donnie by Donnie Dolliver on all streaming platforms. Also, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Donnie underscore Dolliver and Jet underscore affiliated. Um, shoot, man, we out here. We shaking and baking. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you again for listening to the one and only D1 Ignite University podcast. We look forward to coming to you. Send me live from multiple undisclosed locations. If you don't know, you never will know because it is Don Tolliver time and maybe his alter ego, but he's always part of the ignorance, even if you don't think he is. So like we love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, keep living, keep loving, and Eric is not Marty McFly.